Hi, and welcome to episode six of the Sister Cast. Yay, welcome back. And I have my microphone on this time. <laughs> right from the beginning. <laughs> we hope that everyone had a great Thanksgiving if you're listening from Canada. Yes, happy Thanksgiving to everyone in Canada. And if you're in the States, you know, we'll wish you a happy Thanksgiving in like um, six weeks from now. So um, one of the things that I learned as an author early on is that not everybody knows that Canadians celebrate Thanksgiving much earlier than Americans do. Um, in my third novel, in my Wardham series, I had Thanksgiving happening before Halloween because that's when it happens here. And I had a couple of readers email me and be like, there's a continuity error in your book <laughs> because you have Halloween happening after Thanksgiving. And I'm like, oh, right. So um, over the last five years, that has become known in my circle of readers as a Zoeism or a Canadianism because there are actually quite a lot of cultural differences between Canada and the U.S. Different language um, usages, even though we all speak English. Some of the Canadian words that we use are quite different from American words. Like, I didn't know, I wrote a book once um, set in New York, and I had the character saying, in New York City, and I had the character say, can I give you a drive somewhere? And people were like, no, that's not how they say it in New York. And I was like, how do they say it? I don't a know. Lift? A lift? A lift, maybe, or... Like, do you saying, want can me I to drive? drop you off somewhere? I don't drive you somewhere. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Like little things like that. I know washrooms and restrooms. Yeah. Because, I, you know, I travel to the States a fair bit. Yeah. And I always say washroom. Right. Uh, uh, and so actually kind of thinking back to episode five where we talked about using public bathrooms. Yes. I have no problem doing that in public. So when I'm out, obviously, like walking the streets of San Diego, I'll go in someplace and I'll say, hi, can I use your washroom? Yeah. They look at me like I want to do my laundry. <laughs> yeah. So there's like these little differences, right? Anyway, so one of, so it, it's not a language difference, but it is something which crops up in my books from time to time because most of my books, not all, most of my books are set in Canada. And so obviously Canadian Thanksgiving happens in October. Um, and so that was that was new and interesting information for some of my readers. Have you been asked some questions that made you shake your head? Like where people say, and they ask you questions about Canada? Um, I've never got, you mean like, do you, does everyone live in igloos? Yeah. No, I've never gotten anything <laughs> like that from a reader. Um, I feel like my readers are a little bit more switched on than that. But um, every so often, you know, people will, like they don't know what loonies and toonies are. So in my first Pine Harbor book, Pine Harbor number one, Love in a Small Town, um, there is a stag and doe that takes place at a legion and there right. are toonie bars. Right. All of that is like <laughs> gibberish. <laughs> so I actually have a glossary at the start of Love in a Small Town explaining those three terms. That's fun though. But I think though for American readers that, that they could be looking for that and yeah. find that interesting. Yeah. Right. And I feel like, I mean, it's my job as an author to ground what's happening in a way that is universally readable so I have learned my very so the the first book um where it came up which was um when they uh, when they weren't looking um that's where Halloween takes place after Thanksgiving um now I would 
find a way to put an American character in, probably into that scene and talk, like just mention the fact that Canadian Thanksgiving happens earlier in the year than American Thanksgiving does. Um, something like that, probably just to like grant it because I have a lot of readers in the States and I want my books to be accessible to them. So I feel like a little bit that's my job and a little bit it's their job to learn about a new place and they and they enjoyed doing that yeah where we live here in southern southwestern 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 ontario Ontario, we are two hours from detroit and now we're from port huron yeah two hours from buffalo so we're very close to Mm -hmm. the states so i've found in the last couple years people are starting to celebrate black friday here in canada like our Black Friday, yeah. Like America, like, no, like our like the five, day after Canadian. Thanksgiving? Oh no! So Black Friday, the American. Oh yeah, Thanksgiving. in November. Okay, yes, but the following. Like five years ago, we never had Black That's Friday right. sales, yeah. and now it's huge. Yeah, it's almost as big as Boxing Day. I feel like the internet also has a big part of that because we see Black Friday information online on Facebook, on Twitter, and so you know, it's a global world now. <laughs> You're here. We we heard the news a couple of weeks ago. Toys R Us has filed for bankruptcy. I know, which is shocking to me because it feels like almost like an institution. But everything has moved online, and their online, in you know, their online setup is not as slick as Amazon's. Amazon, right? Like everyone's going online for everything. Yeah. You don't need to go to the stores where they might not have it on the shelves. Where your kids, like, do you want to take your kids to Toys R Us? No, never, never. Like, if you have a birthday <laughs> party, if you forgot oh, to get a toy, because no. really, who isn't shopping online unless you forgot to do something and you need it right yeah. away? Although, even then, Amazon is really quick. So two days ago, three days, three days ago now, three days ago now, I was like, I saw someone talking about the TV show Veep. Yes. Which Great I had, show, by the way. Which I had never seen. So I was like, I really should catch up. I think Veep is now in the sixth season. And um, as we talked about in the last episode, I love politics and I love the West Wing. And I also love satirical stuff. And I'm like, I know that I'm going to like, we don't have HBO. Um, we don't have a big cable package. So I've never, I've just never seen it. So I was like, I'm going to buy the first DVD package, the you know, the first DVD season. So I, on my phone... Go to Amazon.ca. I find the you know DVD set for the first season of Veep, and I order it. The next day, my husband and I we go out to Lowe's. We're renovating our kitchen, so we go out to Lowe's to buy a kitchen tap. When we come back, there are two brown envelopes leaning against the front door, and at the exact same time, my husband and I both say, "Oh, my DVD arrived!" And he had the day before ordered a DVD that he wanted. And we both just do it from our phones. Like, it, you know, it's so easy. And literally, depending on where you are in the country, it arrives the next day. You I know? think it's adorable that you buy DVDs. <laughs> what is this, 2005? I just not. I, I know. Can't you digital, like, can't you? You can in iTunes. I, I and know. Yes. I, I, I am. You're so, watching them on your computer anyway. I, I No, I don't. But I watched them on the DVD player. Because I'm old. What? <laughs> I know. Look at your face. What is happening? <laughs> because, so yes, I buy all of my music digitally on iTunes. And every so often, I will, if, if a DVD is really expensive, then I will just buy the movie on iTunes. But generally speaking, DVDs are cheaper than that's buying true. the episodes on iTunes. Yeah, that's true. And I haven't moved to, you know, my, my movie and TV watching habits into iTunes. I don't have the apple tv device or anything like that i'm you right. know yeah so anyway so movies and televisions i'm still a dvd person 
Fascinating. Well, you're going to love Veep. You haven't started watching it yet? No. Oh, no. We did. So Last good. night, I watched six episodes. So good. <laughs> so good. And then I ordered the second season. So it'll come tomorrow. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, Veep was actually voted, I don't know which organization did it, as the most realistic to real life. Oh, my gosh. Between Scandal and West oh Wing. Oh, my gosh. And all of the other shows. That's House of Cards. Horrifying. Veep won for being most realistic, yeah. which, oh, my goodness. It's so good. It's a train wreck. I so love it. So good. So good. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so we were talking about Amazon kind of killing Toys R Us. Yeah. But I, I read a really great article on what happened with Toys R Us. And they sort of stopped caring about the customer. Yeah. If you're going to be a brick and mortar store, you have to work extra hard, better customer service. And they were saying you have to offer things that online can't. Yeah. In-store demos. Yeah. Education. And you have to know that people will come to your store, you will give them all their education, and they will turn around and order it on Amazon. Mm -hmm. I've heard stories from people where a customer, like a, a customer service person at a store will, spend 15 minutes explaining a board game to you and right in front of you they will pull out their phone mm-hmm. and order it on amazon the balls on some people yeah they that's don't think that that's a bad thing right yeah. um in the small town where my mother-in-law lives there's a great game store called the rocking horse in downtown owen sound and she goes there every year to buy board games for the kids for mm-hmm. christmas and she gets the most amazing board games does she pay probably $10 more per game? Mm-hmm. Yes. But if you want those stores to be around, if you want them to exist, yeah. you have to support them. But I think the balls on some people to go to those stores, get the education from those people, and then turn around and order on Amazon. Yeah. That's not cool. No. So that's apparently what Toys R Us is going to do. They're not closing. No. They're, they're, they're going into bankruptcy protection so that they can restructure. Yeah. And uh, they're going to apparently have birthday party rooms. Oh, right, they're okay. going to start providing other services yeah. that obviously Amazon can't yeah. and Walmart. Hey, I saw they're piloting this in the States with Walmart. So you know now you can order your groceries mm-hmm. on Amazon, uh, sorry, on Walmart and drive up and they'll load them into your cart. Yeah. You can do them at Loblaws. Lots yeah. of different grocery chains are doing it. Walmart is piloting a program where you can order your groceries and someone will come and deliver them to your house and put them away for you. What? <laughs> We're far enough away from April Fool's Day no, to know that this can't be a joke. Wow. Would you let someone? No. Like, how do they know where your groceries yes. go? How do they? They can't know. That's weird. So I don't know if it's fake news that's being spread, but I saw it from multiple okay. sources. Okay. Do you care where your groceries go? Yes. Yes. See, now I think that there are probably some people who are like, as long as it's put back in an orderly fashion, they don't super care where the eggs go versus where the milk goes or. True. I don't care. You're right. Okay. So actually, no. Right. As long as it's. But there are people who do care. Yeah. Yeah. Those people aren't letting strangers come into their house and put away groceries for Do them. Do you care which way the toilet paper roll goes? No. Yeah. See, I also don't care. And I see those memes on Facebook. People are like, and this was the wrong way. And so they're the devil. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't understand what the offense is here. But okay. So yeah, um, the online shopping. But I and... still don't want people in my house putting away my groceries. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, that's weird. right. Like, who are these people going to be? Right? Like, yeah. Walmart employees. And do, you do you have let to give them, them a code? Like, do you have? Do you uh, watch them? Yeah, like that's weird. Like, just I mean, to the door service is nice. Nice, especially if you live in an apartment building. Yeah, it's funny because there was a company. 
10, 12 years ago, Grocery Gateway. Do you yep. remember GroceryGateway.com? Yep. They were just 10 years before their time. Yeah. It wasn't that it was a bad idea. Right. But 10 years ago, people weren't comfortable with the idea of buying groceries. Yeah. I knew people who loved the service. They lived in apartment buildings and yeah. needed a lot of cat litter. My co-writer, um, she lives in the middle of nowhere. Sadie. She, Sadie lives down a gravel road on the other side of a mountain range. And so the nearest grocery store is two hours away. So she does all of her grocery shopping online and um, it's available for her to pick up when she gets to the grocery store. It makes total sense for her. But you're right. Like 10 years ago, that would have seemed weird. I remember 10 years ago seeing an ad for people watching TV and sports on their phone riding on a subway. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's going to take up a lot of bandwidth. Yeah, Why right. would you do that? And now people watch everything on their phones, sitting on their couches, staring at a giant TV yep. that's not even turned on. They're watching <laughs> it on their devices, right? Last, last night, um, the Viking went upstairs to get the boys ready for bed, and he found them watching one thing on the iPad and the other thing on the TV. There were some terse words said about that. He thought that that was unnecessary. <laughs> that they were watching two things at once? Yeah. The, the defense was that actually the five-year-old was watching one thing and the nine-year-old was watching another. But it really felt like they were both watching both of them and they probably could have disagreed on one. See, that's a parenting power move on our behalf. Um, we used to wait. We have our five-year-old when she was about four and she was the only kid in the house. We would usually let her watch TV while we would have family time, get her to bed. By the time she got to bed, then we would get to watch a show. Well, that's 9 30 at night and then right. we're exhausted so she gets the tablet and we get the tv <laughs> we get family bonding time <laughs> we get family bonding yeah. time she cuddles with us watching the tablet when we get to watch mommy daddy show at seven o'clock at night yeah. so you know quality parenting happening at our house um so you shared your amazon story about how veep showed up within mm -hmm. a day um this was like five years ago i was living in northern alberta it was Christmas time and I was like I should probably order you know this story that's why she's laughing I'm already laughing because it's funny so I well you know I was at seven o'clock in the morning I had a bit of time before I got to work I was like I really should order those DVDs for my husband for Christmas because I knew he would like movies so I went online Amazon seven o'clock in the morning ordered them got to work I'm working away 10 o'clock receptionist calls and said there's a package here for Amazon from you you should have seen the look on my face. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding? I live in northern Alberta. I'm not in New York. I'm not in Toronto. There's no warehouse around the corner. Or is there? How could DVDs get to me in three hours? And these weren't <laughs> even like the big movie that was just out. No. Right? These were, I forget what they were. Some weird obscure one um, for Steven. So for the gentle giant. So I go running out to reception. So excited to get the box. I open it. No, it was like some pregnancy books that my sister had ordered for me <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> there's nothing that ruins christmas presents quite as quickly as the person who receives them hoping that it was something else <laughs> and i had totally forgotten because you said you were going to order me these books and yeah. then you ordered them like three days before then two days later my actual amazon yeah. package but i was convinced yeah i was shocked i was like gonna be on the floor i was like how did this stuff get to northern alberta <laughs> in three hours and then you're like what are these books Oh, oh right, right. <laughs> hypnobirthing so my um my amazing amazon delivery story like i mean veep arriving the next day that's no longer amazing but 10 12 years ago 13 years ago 2004 the viking and i live in japan and um we are away from our family for christmas and living in japan was amazing but 
um, we didn't get to do the same kind of traditions, holiday traditions. So December 22nd or 23rd, I want to say it was the 23rd. Um, we go into Tokyo. I have the day off. We go into Tokyo and we go to Tower Records and he sees a DVD copy of um, White Christmas and it's the wrong region. region. Well, yep. It's not the wrong region. I mean, it's the right region for Japan, but it's the wrong region for us to buy. Um, but we have a region free DVD player, so we could buy the Japanese version, but we wouldn't ever be able to take it home. Right. Um, and it's $50. And every year at Christmas, we watch White Christmas and Christmas Eve with his family. And for a second, he was like, maybe I should buy it so that we can watch this tomorrow night. And I'm like, honey, it's 50 bucks. Like, you know, at that point, there's no streaming. Like, there's no other way to watch it. We don't have internet at our little apartment. But I convince him not to. So then we go to an internet cafe to check because we don't have internet at home. Right. Right. Because this was, you know, 2004. um, And we... So we we check our email, we message our families, and then I go to Amazon.com just on the off chance. I wonder how fast they could get me a DVD, a, a, a Region 1, North American version, of White Christmas to our little apartment in Japan. Sure enough, they have 24 hour, like it will get around the world to me in 24 hours. The DVD costs $9.99 American, and I pay $12 for international 24 hour shipping. The next day on Christmas Eve, knock, 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 a lovely little Japanese man at our door at noon, <laughs> hands Jeremy Love. a DVD copy of White Christmas. So, and, and we still watch that copy of that DVD of White Christmas to this day. We brought it home with us and it is our copy of White Christmas. That's amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, really like as much as Amazon, and I do think that Amazon, it's worrisome how they you know, kind of take over the retail landscape as a bookseller, like as an author who has a relationship with different book retailers. I want Amazon to have strong competition, you know, but you know, Amazon, their game is a plus. So if you want to compete with Amazon, it's not my job as a consumer to continue to give everyone else my business when Amazon is so amazing. It's their job to step up. You know, particularly the big companies, right? iBooks, um, you know, iTunes, they need to figure out a way to um, up their game. They're probably the strongest competitor in a lot of ways to Amazon on the media front. So they need to step up their game, I think. Um, Who is giving Amazon a run for their money with online shopping? Walmart, Target? Like well, the- I mean, Walmart, maybe, although I don't, sh- I do buy. I mean, I have shopped online at Walmart, and their interface seems just as clunky as Toys R Us. Um, We've bought some stuff off Walmart. Yeah. Probably there's just not enough money being spent. Amazon fearlessly spends money on development and their website, right? And the Amazon website is so slick. Yeah. Um, And so whoever kind of comes, it might be a new player. I don't know. Like Google. Yeah, maybe. Google seems, I don't know. I, I mean, I just, I'm not enough of a tech yeah. watcher yeah, yeah, yeah. to know, but. <laughs> We're not experts. We are expert <laughs> consumers. <laughs> we are expert shoppers. We are expert shoppers. Christmas shoppers, Thanksgiving shoppers, that sort of thing. So as well, like, so as everyone's sort of changing their shopping habits because of technology, mm-hmm. so they're moving online to buy stuff. They're also moving online to buy used things. 
That's right. right. Yeah. Like for the sure. used marketplace. Have you ever bought things lately used on no. marketplaces? No. You probably don't want to <laughs> put up with the the mm. sketchy that comes well, with it. Well, I mean, I've, I have bought the occasional used book that's out of print. Does that count? Mm, no. I no. mean, like, when was the last time you went on Craigslist or Kijiji to buy something used? No, that's really your domain. <laughs> went to someone's house. No. <laughs> so <laughs> I have a lot of free time on my hands. I'm just saying. Um, well, I'm uh, looking after, I'm on maternity leave. And mm-hmm. in Canada, we get a year. It's it's quasi unpaid, right? But mm-hmm. we we get a job protected leave. So we can leave. It's amazing. Um, and if you only have one child at home, well, my other's at school. Like, you find yourself with a little bit of spare time. Mm-hmm. Um, not too much that you can actually delve into anything because you know your baby could cry and need you at any second but or or you strap her to your back and you walk around and (laughs) that's what I do (laughs) and so you really can't do too much productive stuff and let's be honest no one really wants to do cleaning so I have to come up with other excuses of how I spent my day Mm -hmm. so um I needed to offload um our brother had left a bunch of stuff in the garage and he flew off to Cancun so he was like you feel free to get rid of some of my stuff. And he had a few items that still had tags. He had a pair of steel toe boots that mm-hmm. had never been worn. I thought, well, these are worth some money and a bike pump. So I was like, well, let's try and sell these. Yeah. And Facebook has introduced this new thing called Facebook Marketplace. Because where people used to go on Craigslist or Kijiji, they're now selling through Facebook. Okay. There's Facebook message groups like yeah look online there's like buy buy and sell mom and mom trading all this stuff back and forth freebies yeah yeah and so you just post it on there so i posted up these steel-toed boots 40 bucks got tons of response right some guy came over it was great that was an easy sale i got 20 responses the one guy said he could come right away he came easy peasy how it should be right 40 bucks cash thank you very much have a wonderful day so then i posted up this bike pump right $15 $15 at Walmart, never used. The rule online, I think, is a third. You sell it for a third. Five bucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe you could go seven. Seven fifty. You know, but maybe. it's like, but yeah. let's just go with five. Yeah. It's a bike pump. It depends. If you want it gone faster, then you mark it down a little bit. But you don't want to sell it for $2 because then what's no. wrong with it? This yeah. isn't a garage. So it has to be worth someone's time to <laughs> yeah. drive over here, right? There's a lot yeah. of strategy that goes into $5 sounds fair. $5 seems fair. So I posted it for $5. Very little interest. What? One person. One person says she's interested. Okay. But she has a bike. And right. She, and she can't get to us. Oh. Because the bike has a flat tire. Can you take her the Because she needs the bike pump. Right. So I'm like, I've got a lot of free time on my right. hand. So she said, if you're ever in this area, I'd love it. I said, I could be in that area. The city we live in, not too busy. In the no. middle of the day, not a lot of traffic. I could be there in six minutes kind of thing. Yeah. So we make plans that I'll go there at one o'clock on Wednesday with her bike pump for $5. No extra charge for delivery. I was feeling <laughs> generous. Humanitarian <laughs> mission. She looked like a student. Aww. So I message her, like, you know, this is two days past, yeah. and I want to remind her I'm coming because you don't want to get make there. Make sure that you're home, yeah. Message her. I'm ready to come. Yes, please come. I'm ready for the bike pump. Oh, by the way, I forgot to go to the bank. What? So I'm going to be paying you in quarters. Okay. It's a $5 bike pump. That's not that bad. That's like 20 quarters. Yes. A little stack of quarters. She probably gave me all her laundry money. She probably had a roll. So I drive this bike pump to someone's house, give her the bike pump, and she gives me quarters. Okay. That's not so bad. Really? I think that's pretty sketch. Really? I mean, dimes would be... (laughs) That's true. (laughs) 
I I was at the bank yesterday, or two days ago. I was at the bank two days ago, and there was a, a guy came in with bags of pennies. Oh no, because pennies are we don't have pennies anymore in Canada, and like we haven't had pennies in no. years now. When did we get rid of the penny? For two years. Okay. Anyway, I thought that that, and the lady was like, um, were the, they rolled? Some were rolled, some were not. She made him roll the rest. She gave him rolls. Because people used to have like giant jugs in yeah. their house and they would just throw pennies in there. Yeah. Surprised he didn't just bring in the jug. This was a giant Ziploc bag. I think that it was oh, a Ziploc bag equivalent gross. of the jug. Gross. So some had been rolled. But anyway, so that was like, well, at least you weren't paying in pennies that you would then have to take to a bank to properly deposit. Yeah, true enough. Because you can't use them so much anymore. And I always, like, you always need extra quarters. You do need qu- so I just left them in the console I of my car. So then when you go to pay, like, look, if she wasn't there, I was just going to leave the bike. Okay. Like it was one of those things. Speaking of online mm-hmm. sales, I think that you, sh- so from high tech Amazon to low tech girl guide cookie sales, right. I think, cause I actually think this is really amazing. And this is a little, I'll let you tell the story and then we yeah. can talk about I th- what I think it means. So my daughter's a, a spark now and, and in Canada, girl guides, sparks brownies girl guides so sparks are the youngest five five and six and uh we went week one we just started first day welcome to sparks parents by the way here's two cases of cookies you need to sell and i'm like (laughs) okay i used to be a girl guide yeah so what was your first reaction when they are like here are two cases of cookies you must sell what was because i know i have a certain reaction to that kind of thing at school so i just want to know like what was your very first reaction i was like game on this is gonna be fun Because, like, I I love – I have too much free time right now. Right, okay. And also, I I thought it would be a really fun opportunity for her to sell. Challenge accepted. Yeah, challenge – I was like, two cases. But remember, I have a history in guiding. I used to be a guide leader, and I also was a guider myself. Right. So I – and also – my daughter's so darn cute. Adorable. So her selling two boxes of cookies. You but, did not see this as a big challenge. No. Okay. But also I am super competitive and now right. I had a project I could sink my teeth into. <laughs> so I was like, well, let's do this. Okay. And I wanted to use technology to my advantage. Okay. Okay. So what would be your reaction if you were handed two boxes? No, I hate fundraising. I'd be like, just here's a check. Just take it. And I guess I'll give them away to people. <laughs> oh. Oh, ah, gross. Ah. But I will say that I would have no problem doing that like I said do you want me to pay for these yeah. up front because I knew I would sell them yeah if it keeps their books clean like yeah. I have no problem like that yeah and I also really like the own the the sort of the ownership that everyone has to sell two cases yeah then it spreads it out and I should say that wouldn't be my reaction specifically to girl guide cookies that is my reaction to literally any possible fundraising thing right like so we have like fresh from the farm boxes yep. and cookie do you buy dough. those no none of it none 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 I just am like you know what I want? I want the fundraising form to come home at the beginning of the year. And it can be like, he, this is how much you can pay for the year if you're willing to do fundraising. Or B, here's how much you pay if you if we promise to never bother you for anything. I would just check that box and write them a check. Write them a check. 100%. Sometimes I do feel that way. Um when people come and want to sell me something, mm-hmm. I'm like, what percentage are you getting? Can I just give you $5? Right. Like, I don't want your onions and your potatoes and your apples. Just, can we make a straight donation to the school? Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I don't want any of that stuff. Yeah. But, but 
I did not realize how much people love Girl Guide cookies. People love them. Oh my gosh, people love them. But I will, but like with the selling of them, I think it's a wonderful experience for my daughter to learn things cost $5, yeah. the change, and the, the going. I like to teach her about going door to door to strangers. Totally. That's also a very important lesson. <laughs> no, so what I did is I used technology. <laughs> you only to my do that advantage. with your mom when you're on a mission. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you know. Um, so I wanted to use technology to my advantage. So I posted on one of these mom buy and sell groups Mm -hmm. and I said, if you, and I used an adorable picture of my daughter holding the cookies. I said, if you're looking for girl guide cookies, we're selling. I got something like 45 responses. I'll take four boxes. I'll take four boxes. (laughs) If you're willing to deliver, I'll take six boxes in the North. And I'm like, what is happening? I only had 24 boxes to sell. So I lined up four deliveries four boxes each there was a whole case right there gone um but I do want to share one story because when I set up these deliveries and of course these are random people off Facebook like I only know their profile picture and we have a message history but they committed to buying the four boxes and I said we would deliver them because and I didn't want to do the deliveries in the afternoon myself because that doesn't teach my daughter I wanted her to go yeah it's not exact it's not you getting rid of the cookies for her it's a no yeah shared project and so especially since I had all these people that I could sell them to like I could have probably sold five cases but I wanted her to be part of it and I'm not like I'm in it to like yeah win any of these awards so the first delivery that I do when I show up five minutes before we get there she's 20 minutes from our house so we, you know we load it up and head it out 20 minutes you know drive in five minutes before we get there my Facebook messenger pops up my brother who's sitting next you know is the navigator reading it she just left her house and she forgot to leave money with her son uh-oh I'm like two minutes from her house at this point what did you do so I said, you message her back and you say, we're going to leave the cookies if she promises to email money transfer to us. Did she? So. Oh, my God. Like, my mouth is hanging open right now. Well, I'm like, That's trust. I'm two minutes from her house. Right. She, and she had said she had to leave by 345. And it was four boxes of cookies. Four boxes of cookies. That's 20 bucks. 20 bucks. So and she wrote. So he wrote that. And yeah. She wrote back. Yeah. OK, that's fine. So we get to her house. We pull up. And I'm like, okay, it's not the nicest house, you know, a little disheveled. Not that I'm judging a book by the cover. <laughs> um, knock on the door. Her son's there. I say, here's your four boxes of cookies. And then we leave. And I'm like, well, here's hoping. Let's put our trust <laughs> in humanity. I hope that, uh, I hope I get the money. We go and do our next delivery, finish all our deliveries. So then I message her and I say, okay, here's my email address for the funds. And I'm thinking, well, it's a 50-50 chance whether she's going to yeah. give me the money. It is only 20 bucks. Yeah. Like, I've got a story if she doesn't. Yeah. I have her her profile. I guess I could mommy shame her online if she doesn't pay me. And I'm like, but I don't want to do that for 20 bucks. Yeah. You know, you see that all the time with people getting taken. But I'm like, let's just see what happens, right? Trust. It's only yeah. 20 bucks. Yeah. She sends me the money. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I gave her my email address. Yeah. Trust. Because really, I mean, that's it. Yeah, it's a We've good thing. We've all left our house. Like, yeah, totally. Was the number one priority on her mind that day, I got to leave 20 bucks no. for the Girl Guide cookies? No. no. She had to go pick up her husband. She was probably running and some errands. And she messaged you to say, I forgot. Yes. Which is stand up. Right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, no problem. Here you go. So crisis averted. I love that. But so, and then I have another friend who has a daughter in Girl Guides. And I was at her house the day that she got her box of cookies or the day after she got a box of cookies. And she said, and she said kind of her approach, her mentality 
at in that particular moment was more like mine. She's like, I have these cookies that we have to sell. And I said, well, I'll buy a box of cookies. Then I was talking to you and you were like, I did this and it was amazing. And then I said, you should call Natalie and give her that same tip. You call Natalie and she says she's already sold out of cookies and can't <laughs> even get any more. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, so there was no need. I'm I'm really because I I have two boys and neither of them have ever done, you know, Boy Scouts. And I didn't you know, I, I don't have it's been years since I was in Girl Guides myself. I had forgotten how much people love Girl Guides. And I think you know, when we were talking about, you know, that that relationship that people have with retailers and how important it is to have a relationship that you can't, you know, Toys R Us might be struggling now because they have become a faceless corporation that seems out of touch. Whereas Girl Guides, they have, I mean, they have found this thing that totally works for them, that people get genuinely excited about. And enthusiasm makes all the difference, right? So, and I mean, like, it's hard to sell the fresh from the farm box or the random cookie dough yeah. because that nobody has invested time in making that something like a tradition. Girl Guide cookies feel like a tradition. And my first thing, you know, what I said to Natalie when I bought the box of cookies from her, I said, what do you have? And she went, oh, th- we're doing mints now, the, the chocolate mint cookies. And then in the spring, we'll do the, you know, the, the vanilla chocolate, the vanilla chocolate. And I was like, oh, well, I'll look forward to that. Aha, that's marketing right there. That's 100%, you know, that that limited availability situation. So when I've been selling the cookies, I'm convinced that people who don't want to buy the cookies, say they know that the mint are in the fall and the vanilla chocolate are in the yeah. spring. And we've been out selling them and, and, they, um, and they'll say, oh, I would buy them if they were the vanilla chocolate. Yeah, 100%. And then when it's vanilla chocolate, the same people say, oh, I would buy them if they were the oh, mint. Oh, that's their excuse. That's what they're, <laughs> that's their little out. So that's why I wanted to sell my boxes of cookies the first week because I wanted to get ahead. That's another tip in marketing. Right. I wanted to get out there before the onslaught of all the other yeah. kids because now if we're posting on Facebook people are excited but in four weeks after they have been asked six times mm-hmm. six different places to buy girl guide cookies the shine is off the cute yeah. little girl I've already spent the five dollars on but the cookies I I bet I mean this is just my instinct here but I actually bet that they everybody sells out I think that because it's a limited thing that has the kind of goodwill I mean, we'll find out. Well, so it depends how um, you how many you order. Like, you, so the the guiders, oh, the, you have to place your cookie order. Remember, this is guessing. the first week of Sparks, so you don't know these kids. You don't know how many kids you're going to have. So our unit last year had like twenty girls. This year they only have five because oh. the Sparks have all graduated to brownies, and there's no new, and they just it hasn't grown right. right. So we're going to do a bring a friend night and a few so other. You things. actually have more cookies available to you than. Because you right. place your order in August, and then the girls show up in you know October, and totally. then off you go. So, but that's okay. Um, that you they communicate with other groups who have maybe undersold or oversold, yeah. and then they give them to them. But it is you're right. It's only five bucks. So yeah. only I mean yeah. you know it's it's a manageable amount. And even if you don't want them, you feel you're doing good. There's um, emotion behind it. Maybe mm-hmm. you were a guider, um, and so well, and 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 there are cookies that are only available twice a year twice a year well once through, a year if you want the mint and yeah then, through girl guides you, you can't know, that, go to a store to get them yeah. you can't go on amazon yeah that exclusivity thing it's kind of cool i'm i've just been i always like to look at things from a marketing angle i yeah. think that that's kind of a cool thing and speaking of marketing angle on it maybe i'll go and get my daughter to sell them outside of a medical marijuana dispensary <laughs> 
No, probably bad form. <laughs> we might get know. a stern letter. Please <laughs> well, stop selling them. Well, you wait until next year when the province comes out with that the ccbo stores you know they look like the for those who are listening to the podcast who aren't from ontario um which is the province that we live in our our province um has a liquor control board which has all all, almost all of our liquor is sold through these lcbo stores which are branded and they're very nice retail stores and um starting next year they're going to have related stores that sell cannabis products and they're going to be called the ccbos and i don't know if they're going to be all slick and shiny and have a food and drink food, food and food and, yeah. food food and drink magazine food and food yeah. and it's just a bunch smoke. of cheetos every yeah. recipe <laughs> is like here's how you can make a cheetos cat a cheetos casserole L- the lcbo has this really shiny magazine called food and drink and it pairs wine with food <laughs> What's going to be the equivalent for the CCBO? I don't know, but definitely. Here's how to make a really good sandwich. Yeah, but like, you know, outside the LCBO, people, you know, set up shop at the Salvation Army bucket at Christmas and the, you know, Girl Guide cookies. And yeah, absolutely. I think that would be a great place to sell. (laughs) The scouts could sell their popcorn. It's all perfect. Um, And I just want to leave you with one thing. Um, We were talking about fundraising and Mm -hmm. how you dislike all fundraising. Yeah. Um, except I know you like the hot lunch program at your school because it helps you out because you don't have to make lunch for your kids. Right. We talked about this in the very first episode. How my. Uh, yes. We, we My school. We only had hot lunch once a month. Now it's weekly. Um, but we tried it. Mm hmm good no no it was terrible so we're trying it again this week um so so last week was the first week that my kids had it and um the five-year-old got spaghetti and meatballs and he liked the meatballs but he didn't like the spaghetti I don't he couldn't tell me more specifically about how they had gotten spaghetti and tomato sauce wrong but apparently it was wrong (laughs) um and yeah, so he was not that impressed. And then the nine-year-old, who I expected to totally love it, because yeah. he... He's so a the, foodie. He's the five-year... The nine-year-old is a foodie, but he's not super picky. Like, he will happily eat just about anything. They got a burrito wrong. Oh. He said... I said, how was lunch? And he went, I think I had lasagna. This was the whole <laughs> conversation. <laughs> this is the conversation he goes I think I had lasagna and I said no I think you had a burrito and I mean it's not uncommon for kids to forget things from the middle of the day to the end of the day and he looked at me and he went well it looked like a burrito (laughs) but it tasted like a lasagna and I was like what and he said it looked like a burrito like it was in a wrap but inside it was basically a lasagna it had meat and cheese and tomato sauce weird right and i was like do you mean like it was salsa that wasn't that spicy because he likes spicier foods yeah like he would put a medium salsa on a burrito um and maybe some chipotle sauce or something and he went maybe but it tasted like lasagna it didn't taste like salsa it didn't even taste like chopped tomatoes it was weird and the and so the cheese might have been like mozzarella so when it melted and gone stringy like lasagna right so this week we're trying something else we'll have to report back but yeah like was the smoothie good he said the smoothie oh oh that was the other thing so he said it was kind of like lasagna and then i didn't like the yogurt that came with it 
And I was like, you mean your smoothie? He went, no, I drank my smoothie. That was okay. I meant the yogurt that came with it. And I was like, do you mean the sour cream? (laughs) And he went, oh, that would make sense. I ate it with a spoon and it was kind of awful. (laughs) Oh, no. So it's, I mean, like the hot lunch is convenient if it helps me Mm -hmm. out. Like, but not if my kids don't like it. So, mm-hmm. and the, and the wording on the, on the hot lunch thing, it says, you know, some poor, you know, there might be a portion that goes to the school, but not necessarily. And it's probably not a huge. Right. So I definitely don't do that to support the school. I did, I did do it to try, you know, one day I don't have to make lunch, but I don't know. I'll report back. So the hot lunch program at my school, my kid's school is done a little bit differently because every week pizza is offered. Right. So there's pizza or entree. Right. Pizza or entree. And it's mostly run by volunteers. Right. So the hot lunch program form came out for the the rest of the year, sort of that you can order. Mm -hmm. So you can just order once and be done with it. And last year it netted $23,000 for the school. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. When I saw that, I said, okay. That's a, that's significant. I'm happy to support, right? Because yeah. it's their single biggest fundraiser. Right. And I'm happy to do it because it helps me out and it helps them. And every week there's pizza. Right. Right. And another entree. So one week it was like three different types of pizza or nuggets. Yeah. And white milk and cookies. So last week we had a corn roast at our school, which was corn roast slash meet the teacher. And that raised a few thousand dollars for the school in a single night. Um, and we had dinner there, which is convenient because I still don't have a kitchen, people. I still don't have right. a kitchen. Um, and so, you know, they sold like roasted corn, um, hot dogs, sausages, etc. cetera. Um, and so our family happily went. And, and that didn't feel like a fundraiser, even though it was, because it felt like it was something that was fun in and of itself yeah yeah those are always the best so but it is entering into that holiday season we just wrapped up thanksgiving here so there will be more and more fundraisers coming out at this time of year so absolutely hopefully you can find something that benefits you so that you can give back but also yeah and coming up soon we are both traveling to mm-hmm. the uk separately mm-hmm. so we're gonna I leave to, in a week yeah so we're gonna have to talk about that on the next podcast Thanks for joining us on the Sister Cast.